You're listening to Elevate Your Practice, the perfect practice podcast, turning your passion into purpose, power, and patience. Today's topic, teaming up and building a referral network. So I don't know what it's like out there on the West Coast this morning, Dr. Rosen, but it's been like crazy windy here. Uh, I saw this little girl with ruby red, red slippers and a little dog walking down the street. A couple of years ago, I had a tree fall on my house. So like every time there's wind, I look at it and they're like swaying out there. So if while we're, while we're filming today, if you hear us screaming and ducking and lots of noise, uh, just keep talking. Just keep talking. Stay on topic. <laughs> and, and if Joe goes down, don't worry. I'll, I'll take over for him. Yeah, you'll never stop chatting. So I think you know we uh, we flipped the recorder on because we got into a conversation that I wanted to to share with everybody, which is what we're talking about about teaming up, right? So I think the topic for today is teaming up locally. In your words, my words is finding adjacency, but I think it'd be fun to kind of break that down and talk more about what that is and why there's benefit to doctors to do that. Yeah, you know, I'll give you an example. You know, I want to make this really practical so you understand what this looks like in the real world. Um, And so um, I've recently, in the last past, I would say, year and a half, I've really got into into hot yoga. And so the studio is literally a block away from my office. So I go down there, and I'm like the local celebrity inside the yoga studio. People introduce me. Oh, hey, this is Dr. Luke. Now, I'm like the worst yoga person in the room. I hide in the back. I even hide in the back so people see – so they can't see how – how much I'm sweating. Like no one in there sweats besides me. I don't understand it. It's like, it's 120 degrees in here. Why are you not sweating? Dude, I sweat. I'm the only one sweating. And at, you sit in a class, they're saying, oh, hey, I just want to let you know Dr. Luke's in the class, you know, and he's helped me out a great deal. Now, the owner of the studio uh, has a, an amazing story. So um, I, I met her. She was referral from a long time patient. And she was moving down from Washington, D.C., down to my um, – next to my local practice. And she wanted to start a yoga studio. And that's what I told her. It's like, you know, we are having like an open house. Why don't you set up booth inside of our hallway so, you know, we can help pr- promote you so we can get you going. And she was internally grateful. And she became uh, – you know, through the process, she learned what we do and she became a new patient. Now, not, la- not long after she started her own business – uh, she became pregnant, and I thought, "Wow, that is really unique." I was like, "Why would you want to start a, a a practice and then get pregnant?" And it wasn't until months and months later that she then told me that she went to every fertility doctor, uh, you know, in D.C. No one could help her acupuncture, and only, uh, she was under care for two months, and she became pregnant. And so she thought that was an amazing thing about chiropractic and about what we did for her. So she just shares the message every time I come in, how she, they thought they would never have a family. And I never knew that. You know, I always thought in the back of my head, like, wow, that was really interesting. Starting a business and starting a family at the same time, like that doesn't go together. She didn't plan it. She didn't think she could get pregnant. And I think that was so amazing. So now I go into the yoga studio. She introduces me. She said, hey, doctor, guys, want, want you to meet someone. You know, she has this and this issue. So I'm like doing, you know, a, a semi, you know, review of, of what's going on with their health issues before the class. And then I just said, hey, you know, contact my, my office. You know, my cards are in her office. And so it's a great way that I think you can build, uh, um, you know, as Joe would say, adjacencies without competing. I'm not competing. And I, I send tons of people to her 
And, and likewise, we usually get between one and two patients referrals a week from this office now. Wow. Yeah, four patients a month. Just just from me going in there, being me, loving loving doing hot yoga. Um, I, I'm actually in there for me. I'm, my intention is not to promote, but I, I'm there and I'm there to help when, when people come up to me. Joe? Yeah, you're not going to get me to hot yoga. Nice try. It's not <laughs> You know, and I think that's a, you know, that's a, so that is particular, I think that's a really interesting, probably really unique story. Like you, you guys have a lot of love between you there. Uh, I, I think what, that Joe, let me tell you, it took time. These are relationships. And so we got to build relationships. The relationship I built with this yoga, um, uh, studio owner, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be a lifelong relationship and the amount of, um, people we're going to be able to help because of it, it's going to be amazing. So, guys, help me help me out here as, you know, with, with your practice. So, is something that you're suggesting to everybody, hey, go go sign up for every yoga program, every tennis club. Every, I mean, doesn't that get exhausting? I don't know that I could do all that stuff. If, if, the, if the purpose is find these programs that don't compete with yours, because that makes a lot of sense, right? Then there's no, no um, concern about sharing you know sharing a little more about what you do and, and you know you're not poaching people from one another no but no. i mean how i i guess i what i don't get is how would you be able to do that effectively without being pardon the pun the, the you know I, I always think of the cheesy realtor that you know comes to my spin class and she's like stuffing business cards in everybody's bag like i throw it away like the, there's no value to that and it, it's, it's completely non sequitur to me you know yeah, you know, Joe, this is something that Dr. Uh, Rosen and I worked on many years ago. And there's a book that came out about called about creating tribes. And at the time, you know, I kind of put it in the back of my head. You know, that's a great idea. You know, you know, creating tribes. And and so, you know, years years later of, of learning this, and, and Dr. Rosen always talked about creating tribes. You know, create your tribe. And so, I my purpose to start hot yoga was not to get new patients. My purpose in hot yoga was to improve my health in my life. And new patients came from that. So you're not really going in there, like in that instance, you're not really going in pressing flesh and, and no. offering special discounts and nope. handing out flyers. You're there um, you're for yourself. Exactly. So, so when does My, that, when did that conversation change, though? When did it go from I'm a participant in the class to uh, I'm somebody that they're referring to? Was it only after she came in and seen you for a while? Was it after a, an appointment or a conversation? Yes, after we helped her. So she originally started, she was a yoga instructor, owner of a yoga studio. It was just her. She had no other instructors. And she actually had an arm and a shoulder issue that was nagging, and she had a hard time practicing. So she thought, well, I can't start a yoga studio with an arm pain. So she came in for arm pain, but she refers people in for infertility. <laughs> so this is where you just got to be yourself, and you you got to have the right intention and my intention was that I wanted to see what, why she was so passionate about hot yoga. So I will tell you, people follow passionate people. So I follow. It's like, I want to see what this is all about. She's so passionate about this yoga stuff, this hot yoga. I want to see what it's all about. And I got it. You know, she, she was my instructor for many months before she has, uh, before, before she eventually hired uh, yoga instructors. And so we created this tribe, this concept called creating a tribe very organically, very naturally. I didn't push or pull anything. 
I just follow the passion, you know, and I think that's where, you know, Dr. Rosen really helps with, with coaching. And I think he really coached me and helped me with that. You know, Dr. Russ, do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah. You know, and, and I'll throw this out to, to y'all who are listening out in podcast land. Uh, I have an audio on this subject that goes into great detail and, and it's after reading the book a couple of times, tribes, and then applying it to us. And so if you're interested just flip me an email, Dr. Rosen, D-R-R-O-S-E-N at D-O-H-C system.com, and I'll send that to you, uh, just my gift to you. It's really good stuff, and it's what Franklin originally would have listened to to have us have this conversation. A couple of things I'd like to point out in this regard. One of the things you're talking about, Franklin, and, and it's, it's my favorite piece, is do what you love. And if you're doing what you love, you're going to be attractive. People are going to be attracted to you and they're going to be. And as you open up conversations, the question is, if what you do that you love, the question is, are there other people there who could possibly benefit from your work? Now, you know, if you're doing underwater breath holding by yourself, the answer is probably no. But if you go and there's a group of people doing anything, whether it's yoga or it's tennis, or it's surfing, or whatever it is, the question is, could they benefit from what you do? And the odds are, yes. And then you really want to learn how to have a conversation with them. And th there's a whole thing about this, but I'm just going to touch on a couple of points which I think are valuable. One, don't become the salesperson. As Joe just said, nobody wants to be sold anything, right? So just learn how to have conversations. And if you've studied any of my materials, and certainly Franklin's a master at all of this, it comes down to listen, acknowledge, ask, solution, and resolution, laser. And so if I was having a conversation with somebody at hot yoga and they you know, and I saw them moan or groan or whatever, we just opened a conversation, I wouldn't say, well, listen, I want you to know I'm a chiropractor and I could probably help. I would say, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry to hear that. Please tell me more about it. Oh, what's going on and how is that affecting your life? And does it everything you would do in a consult? You know, any little bit of OPQRSC, a little bit of how is it affecting your life, right? What have you done for it so far, right? So it's, if I understand that's not really working for you, listen, you know, it sounds like you care a lot about this. Can I make a suggestion? If you'd like the odds are I can possibly help you, right? It's just always be asking Socratic questions. Don't be going in and telling. That's just a particular thought on that. Uh, Franklin, anything you'd add to that? I got a couple other points I'd like to hit too. Yeah, you know, Russ, that, this is what I love about this podcast is it, uh, for this reason. So, uh, you know, I've, I've coached with Russ for many years and it's the best money I ever spent in practice. It, it was a true investment in myself so I can communicate a clear and, you know, message that makes sense that public can digest it. Um, and, and so it's so interesting that I remember having these conversations so many times. And then, you know, in practice, I talk about what does it look like real? Okay, so we take this idea and we take this stuff. And then what does it look like on the ground? Is it practical? Is it tactical? Can this stuff get done? And so I, I really love the fact that, you know, I remember having these conversations. And, you know, you can see the fruits of, of really these conversations of what I did. I took our conversations and I thought about how can I implement that in my life, what what's the thing that I can can do? Russ, do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, yeah, and and so look, uh, um, yeah, 
as I had mentioned in, in one other one that we had done, uh, Franklin happens to be one of the guys who actually does what he says he's going to do. Um, when you're a coach, you recognize that that's the greatest challenge. Um, but when you do just take this stuff and you just go out and apply it, right, it, it just it just works. So, um, you know, he's had great results with it and you can too. You just got to start to think in a different way. Um, I would also say for myself, I have absolutely no problems putting my hands on somebody right now. If I'm I, I can't tell you how many touch tell ass speeches. It, hopefully you've all heard that before. Um, I've done standing in line at a movie. This is my husband. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Dr. Rosen, this is my husband. Right? No. Can you fix him here? <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can you adjust him here? It's like, no, this is a movie theater. We, we yeah, right. you really need to come to the office and have a, a something called exams. <laughs> yeah. But, but here's the deal. I got no yeah. problem putting my hand on my yeah. couch. Just going, well, you know, you get headaches. You know, oftentimes if you have what we call subluxation causing headaches, you might be tender here. Is it tender there? I think I might've found the underlying cause of your problem. Sounds like there's something you'd like to get taken care of. Can I make a suggestion? If you'd like, you can come on in. That's it. Right. But I'm just saying there's so many easy ways to begin these relationships and it's all about relationships. And one of the things that that and I know this sounds uh, counterintuitive or actually contradictory, but on one side of the coin, I would say make a list of all the places that you think that you could possibly work with, want to speak at, build relationships with. And then that's all. How can you help me? On the other side of the coin, what I would say is look inside of your practice and ask yourself, who can I promote, right? It's amazing what happens when you promote someone else, how they'll want to promote you, right? That's what happened with Franklin on this one. He said, you're going to open up a, a yoga studio. Come on in. Let me promote you. Now look what happened from that. It's, it's, and, and that's not why he did it, right? If that's why you're doing it, they're going to feel that. It feels a little bit sleazy. But when you just get out there and you help people and you get out and you're with people and you're just being yourself and having conversations, it's amazing what can happen. So one of the things I would ask you to do is, yes, look at who can promote me, but also who can I promote? And I want you to think of co-sponsoring. So one of the things that, that we talk about is, you know, we're going to help you correct your nerve interference and show you ways not to recreate it. Well, how do we do that? Well, there's talks on the three dimensions of stress, you know, that we have mental, emotional, biochemical, and physical. Well, what if I were to build a relationship with a psychologist or a, uh, a life coach? Or what if I built a relationship with a yoga studio or Pilates or uh, a gym? What if I built a relationship with, uh, um, a nutritionist. What if I built relationships and I didn't just do all the talks, but I brought in this specialist. Now they all bring somebody they know. We all bring somebody we know, right? Um, I bring my patients. You bring your patients. Both get to give an offer at the end, right? I mean, there's just so many ways to do this. There's so many ways to build this and build these tribes. We just have to start to think in a different way and then just take action, like Dr. Franklin does, right? And, and I want to throw out one other thing, uh, Franklin. Um, I, you and I were talking uh, offline before we got on, and this is something I want your reticular activating systems listening and thinking in a different way. So, Franklin, tell them about you were just in your dentist's office. What happened? Yeah, Russ, you know, this is where, you know, you don't, you, you know, you don't have to think of how can I get new patients what if you were just open to helping and serving people? You know, instead of having your fists closed, ha have your fist open and, and say, how can I serve today? You know, God, you know, um, show me what I can do. 
And and so I was sitting in my um, uh, uh, dental chair, you know, getting my teeth cleaned. And my dental hygienist, who I've had a long-term relationship with, um, said that she has to uh, – that night she has to do continuing education for uh, her profession. And she's she's in charge of it. She's the president of it. And so tonight they were going to have a, a PT come in and talk about TMJ and how PT helps. And I thought, really? I was like, have you ever had a chiropractor? She goes, no. Can you help? I'm like – Absolutely. I, I can't tell you how many people that I've helped with TMJ. And then I told her a story where one of my long-term uh, long-term patients, um, 10 years, I, I haven't seen – and then it, I've seen her for 10 years. She disappears. She comes back, and she's, she tells me that there's there's a problem with her TMJ. They're going to break her jaw in three places, literally three places, and it's going to take three to four years for it to heal. And I told her, it's like, I've never heard that. But why don't we why don't we start with the least evasive thing like me getting you adjusted and then we'll, we'll take it from there. And I and I didn't promise her well you never have to have surgery. Long uh, to make a long story short, she never had that surgery. We helped her in roughly 6 to 8 weeks. It was completely gone. And so this is a story that I shared with my dental hygienist and she goes, "Oh my god, that's amazing." And then I just said, "Next time that you have one of these, here's my number." call me i'll be more than happy to do tmj and i actually told her i'll get people up on stage and show them exactly what i do to help tmj what the problem is and how it's related to something called c1 c2 in your occipit and she goes wow that's amazing and so she goes thank you you know now i don't have to stress about who's my next speaker it's going to be you <laughs> that was easy and, and it just came become because your reticular activating system is listening for you're not thinking all day long how do i it just happens because that's what you're here to do and, and is serve. And, and I want to point this out. And this is, this is again, why, is why I loved uh, th this concept so much with Franklin and Joe and myself. Um, if you, if when I'm coaching you, I always look at two things, headspace and procedure. And rarely is it one. It's usually both. And so Franklin just brought, a, brought up a really important point, which is the headspace of Am I here to get new patients or am I here to serve humanity? If I'm here to serve humanity, I don't like, I don't have to be thinking, who can I meet today that's going to, that's going to give me. I just look at who can I serve today. And when he happened to be in the dentist's office and he happened to hear that, it wasn't, hmm, I wonder if they can help me. It's, holy crap, I know a lot about that. I can, I can actually help with that. I've actually helped people not have surgeries, right? So the headspace of this is I'm going to serve versus get. And the procedure of this is everything that we've talked about so far, become tribe leader, build relationships. Like when we do that, it's amazing what happens. Yeah. You know, Russ, I think that's such a you know a good point to to bring up, and and so that, that's why I love this podcast because it it's from a master coach, and then we we filter it through a, a master marketer, and then me uh, being a master practitioner where I've had many years in practice, but I didn't do alone. You know, I had the guys to the left and to the right of me. You know, I'm a former uh, marine, and you're only as strong as the people to the left and to the right of you, and so you got to have strong people to the left and to the Right of you, which is why you know I'm so happy that you were you know able to to be to the left and to the 
right in me. But but also too that we could take these really big ideas and concepts and really make it practical and put it on the ground. And what does it look like in real life? You know, I think that's really important. Sometimes we kind of make you know, I mean, chiropractic is such a big, amazing thing. Uh, but sometimes I think we just overcomplicate the crap out of it. People don't understand it, and that's where Joe comes in. Joe says, "You know, I'm a pa- I was a patient first, and, and so Joe um, still am. <laughs> that's right, you are. Yeah. You, <laughs> until you, until, <laughs> until you I kick you out of my, my practice again, I might have to kick you out of practice. <laughs> Every time he tells me, "Hey Joe, practice will be closed for about a week or two, and I'll like go drive by. There's people walking in, lights are on, people are yeah. smiling. We're full. We can't see you, Joe." <laughs> Yeah, I know the Wi-Fi password to your office, so don't screw me, buddy. <laughs> and you can see all, all the patients coming in, too, so that probably won't fly, will it? No, probably not. <laughs> you know, I think you guys are making some really good points. And uh, Oh, uh, by the way, I think this is one of the first times since our podca- podcast is a little, little bit of a baby right now. Um, we have a lot of resources that we've built uh, with the Optimal Health Chiropractic System, with Perfect Practice Marketing. There's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, I think going forward to make it really easy for everybody, if you guys are okay with this, whenever we mention resources, I'll put them in the podcast episode links so people can go online and get that material from our websites so that they don't have to inundate you guys with emails. Is that cool? Yeah, I think that's yeah. a great idea of giving people, if we talk about something, then we, we need to be able to give people the action steps. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> yeah, okay. I'll, 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 don't let me forget that I did that. I wrote it on my on my giant whiteboard over here so I won't forget to get the uh, some of the, the details on the TTAT, the Touch, Teach, Ask, Tell, Touch, Tell, Ask, Teach. I always get those screwed up. And the Tribes audio and a couple other bits and pieces. Um, you know, if I tell you what, if you're uh, just the last thing for me here, if you look at your patient base, if it's if it's kind of small right now, or you go through it and you don't find any of these really magnanimous, interesting people, I just moved a couple months ago into a new, new uh, wonderfully suburban neighborhood, and there's a lot of business owners in the neighborhood. Uh, I just went to the first kind of community meet and greet before the summer started, and it was kind of had this feel of like a business networking event. Mm. Uh, one thing I did was explain who I was and that we're new to the neighborhood, and I spent the time asking everybody what they do, what their business is, asking for their cards, and then how I can help them. Not once did I tell anybody what I do other than I'm a business coach. That's kind of it. And, and what was great is I went back – maybe 90 days later and then the next meeting uh my wife who's a philanthropist here in town uh w- with a local nonprofit, she went uh, when i was sick she came back and said joe what the heck did you say to all those people I, like, I don't understand she's like you're like the rock star they were really upset you didn't show up they were kind of disappointed i was there <laughs> and that was only because i had just simply taken the time to hear them talk and Look for a couple notes, you know, flip them some emails to say, hey, it was nice meeting you. And so those aren't people that I do business with right now. But, um, I mean, I've gotten two referrals from neighbors, uh, you know, folks that own practices uh, that, that need a hand. So, you know, there, it's if it's not in your patient base, it's, it's somewhere else. And it's really just as simple as like what you guys have touched on. Asking good questions, making sure you're really listening, you know, spitting back a little bit about what they've told you and, and uh, following up. I think that follow-up piece is probably the number one deficit that I see in our business, that we say we're going to catch back up with people. We'll do lunch sometime. We'll grab a cup of coffee, play a round of golf, and then it just never happens. Uh, and I think we'll do another episode later on about follow-up and how we do that really simply and, and how, how I make it look like I've got this big group of people 
that are keeping me on task when really it's, it's just my phone and, and a couple simple apps. But uh, yeah, I think this has been good stuff. Yeah, Joe, I think that's a great perspective and point of view. So, you know, with this, we always bring up a topic where we, we kind of filter through three distinct and different perspectives. Uh, one, Joe being the master marketer. Two, Dr. Russ being the master coach. And three, I'm the practitioner. So we have three different... The master practitioner. Yeah, sorry. I, I need to say that more often. I, I like the word master. I should come with like a yoga outfit, look like like yoga, you know? Thank God this is an <laughs> Yoda. podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's hot Yoda. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Thanks for correcting me. So I'm going to leave you with, with, you know, something that we, we always, you know, tell um, everyone on these podcasts, those, um, it, not only are we telling you out there, but we're also telling our, our, I'm telling my patients in the office every day, which is, what is the one thing, now that you've learned this information, what is the one thing that you can do starting today to make action, to take action, to take the one small step? To make the one simple swing to get on base. I just want you to get on base every day. You know, you don't always have to hit the home run. Just try to get on base. This is get you on base. In fact, the, the best baseball players are the ones that get on base all the time. And so you got to swing to get on base. And so there's a there's a very um, – I, I will always remember this. So um, when I entered the um, Marine Corps, um, I was an okay rifleman. I became an expert rifleman from these three simple concepts. It's called you fire, excuse me, hold on a second. You aim it, then you fire it, and then you course correct. But aiming means I'm going to take action, right? I'm, I'm going to make sure I have the right steps. I'm going to take the action. Then you go ahead and do it, and then you figure out, okay, did it work? Did it not work? Where do, where do I need a course correct? So it's you aim, you fire, course correct. Aim, fire, course correct. It's really that simple. Yeah, I'm with you, brother. And and you know what? I, I... As I've been coaching now two, nearly two decades, hundreds and hundreds of doctors, and I can tell you that is one of the biggest issues is it's this, you know, fear, perfection, you know, per issues or whatever. Just take action. Just just take a step. If it's the wrong step, go the other way, right? You know, along those lines, to keep in the same metaphor, you know, ready, aim, fire. You know, it's not it's not ready, ready, aim, 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 fire. Just take action, do something. And so, uh, you know, what are you going to do different? You know, Franklin, you want to just touch on that, and we'll head on out. Yes, you know, thanks, Russ, and and thank you for um, joining all the you know wonderful time that we we spent here. And I just want to thank everyone for for listening. But also, um, we're going to leave you with action steps. And so you can't grow, you can't improve if you don't move. And so we're going to give you some motion, things to get you moving. We're going to give you the resources, resources coming from what uh, both Joe and I and and, uh, Dr. Russ work on. So there's going to be some amazing resources. But if you don't open them and you don't use them and you don't ask questions, guess what? It's not going to work. Nothing's going to change because you didn't move. Change, Change only comes when you move. And so... That's the one thing. What is the ask yourself today? What is the one thing that you can do to better improve yourself, your practice, and your life? You know, and so this these are the point. You know, this is the whole point of doing these podcasts. And so, I guess I'll, I'll leave it with Joe to to close us out. Anything else you got, Joe, for us? No, I think this was fun. This is a good little chat. Because um, our, our our big one thing for today is look through your patient base, see what kind of adjacent businesses are in there. 
folks that you may already have really good relationships with that you don't think about. And, uh, you know, step them outside of your doors, get to know them a little bit better. And don't be um, bashful about asking them for opportunities to work together. But don't make, necessarily make that the first thing, right? Get to know people, build relationships, and then build a bridge from those relationships to how you guys can make more money together. Well, thank you for listening to Elevate Your Practice with the Master Marketer Joe, the Master Coach Dr. Russ Rosen, and the Master Practitioner Dr. Franklin Luke. Have a great day. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs>